Welcome back to my prep diary. So last time I recorded, it was day 29. And yes, I skipped a week last weekend. And today it is day 43 of prep. In my last episode, I discussed my week ahead and I explained how I had everything planned And I knew I had a busy week coming up with my house move. I had lots to achieve at work as well with deadlines. Um, This is the process that I had been discussing in my first eight episodes about setting your goal, making your plan, foreseeing your barriers, making a plan to overcome them and preparing and executing the plan to the best of your ability. However, (laughs) sometimes life just gets really hard and it likes to throw some unexpected curveballs your way. I had thought through my coming weeks and considered all the barriers that I could think I might face along the way. I planned my time and I'd asked for help where I could, but still, I struggled enormously to get everything done. It's been hectic. This leads me to the topic of today's podcast, which is time management. I like to believe (laughs) that I am a very organized and very proactive person. Sometimes, maybe, (laughs) possibly even a little bit too proactive for some people. Some people seem to not be able to handle my proactiveness, um, (laughs) and it has caused a few disagreements in the past. But personally, I like to view the long game, the big picture, and I like to know where I am and where I'm going in work and in achieving my personal goals. I truly believe that this is a quality of the majority of very successful people. I also knew when I made the decision in my life to make quite some quite big changes to leave my teaching career and to start up on my own that I would face barriers along the way. So far, everything has been going extremely smoothly and part of this process was going to be moving house because with my teaching job and contract here in Dubai, it comes as an international package and that includes my housing allowance. That, along with other personal reasons and wanting a fresh start, I needed to move house, downsize and save some money. When I moved from the UK to Dubai six years ago, I had one suitcase in my hand, 32 kilograms of luggage. That was it. This past two weeks, I have realized that I most certainly have made Dubai my home. I literally had a whole home to move and I just can't fathom where all this stuff has come from. (laughs) A few of the people that have helped me with my move keep asking, where did this come from? Where did that come from? And along my world travels, I have just collected things, um, which makes my home so beautiful anyway. So this, along with being uber organized and very careful um, with how I planned out my time so that I didn't drop any of the balls that I'm currently juggling, basically left me with not a single minute to spare in case anything unforeseen came up, which it did, which caused me teeny weeny little meltdown last week. (laughs) I moved on Thursday night and I usually meal prep my food on a Friday after discussing my check-in with my coach. In no part of any of my moving house discussions with anybody did anybody mention to me about calling a different company to get my gas connected. Therefore, when meal prep time came on Friday, when I was very tired from the move, I couldn't cook, (laughs) which is quite a big issue for me. 
um, I won't simply just call a takeaway and be defeated. So I own a rice cooker and I own an air fryer and therefore I cooked seven days worth of meals in an air fryer which is quite small and in the rice cooker. Where there's a will, there's a way. On Sunday, after a long day that consisted of PT clients, school, um, and still not really being completely unpacked, I came home to find that my fridge had a fault in it and it tripped all the mains of the electricity. Well, actually, it wasn't that simple. It took an awful long time of switching off every single appliance in the house and turning them back on one by one to discover eventually that it was the fridge. Where, yes, you guessed it, all my food prep that took me a long time in the air fryer just the day before was stored and it had gone bad. (laughs) The food was bad, the AC was off, Dubai is currently facing its hottest summer on record. I had no phone battery and no Wi-Fi connection to get any form of help was almost impossible. Luckily, one of my friends lives down the corridor and she stored my food for me, which I ate anyway, all week. (laughs) I must have a stomach of steel. On Monday, after a very hot and sweaty night, I got in my car to discover that the AC was broken as well. So the AC in my house and the AC in my car. Needless to say, upon arriving at school at 6.45 in the morning, I broke down into a hot mess of tears. (laughs) However, the perks of teaching five-year-olds is that the minute they walk into the room, there are no time for tears because it's all smiles and high energy. By Monday evening, the fridge had been collected for repairs, the car was fixed, and I had smashed my training session, which always makes me feel 500% better mentally. So many people probably think that I should have skipped the gym and dealt with my adult life issues. But my training is so embedded into my routine and my life, it's just as much for my mental health and my sanity as it is for my physical health and my aesthetic goals. Good, and by good I mean clean food, good music and a hard session at the gym is literally the best remedy for any problems in my life. By Tuesday, all was fixed and right in the house, and then I had to return to the old place to chase up some dodgy workmen who hadn't done what I had paid them to do. Then I had to do the final inspection and hand over my keys. Needless to say, something had to give, which is why I didn't record my podcast last weekend. Such is life. So, with 24 hours in a day, and we're expected to sleep for 8 hours of that, which I do, and I need to, let's face it, I spend a minimum of 8 hours a day in a classroom full of 5-year-olds, and I need to be on top of my game. This is exhausting, let alone the fact that your body recovers and your muscles repair and rebuild whilst you are sleeping, along with your ability to function cognitively, depending on the fact that we get enough sleep as well. I don't drink alcohol anymore, that's a personal choice, but I literally feel hungover if I don't get enough sleep. So that's eight hours a day sleeping. Then I spend nine hours a day in school, sometimes 10 hours a day, and that leaves me with six hours left. My commute to and from work can take almost an hour depending on traffic, getting showered in the morning and ready, my evening routine, Eating, preparing my things for the next day, so another hour of my day gone, leaving me four hours left. I train, this can take one and a half to two hours, depending on my program. 
average daily recommendation, even if you're not an athlete, is to exercise for an hour a day for health reasons. That leaves us with three hours left a day to do laundry, housework, find some downtime, have a personal life, do a bit of a side hustle. I mean, really, time management is everything in life if you want to be successful. And this leads me into how my last week's check-in went. So last week on day 35, I checked in with my coach Ryan um, and I guess maybe the extra calorie burning from the physical aspect of moving house did me some good. I personally think I looked the best yet on this journey. I was so happy with my check-in. We discussed the possibility of maybe having a refeed or a cheat meal um, and we agreed to reassess this in a few weeks as my birthday is coming up. So my food remained the same for the next seven days. However, my training program did change. I was given a new split. So for the past seven months, I've trained lower body three times a week, upper body twice, and I have done zero cardio for seven months. I now have two lower body days to allow more time for recovery of my legs and glutes in between, and two upper body days that have new and different exercises. The fifth session is now an active recovery session, which involves a HIT high-intensity interval circuit um, based around my abs. Um, each session also started with 10 minutes of cardio. As always, I followed the food and the macros and the training program 100%, but I did not get anywhere near enough rest and I felt cognitively stressed all week. And this week's check-in on day 42, yesterday, was definitely not my favourite. This is so normal, I know. I have been doing this process for years now. Um, we all have good weeks and we all have bad weeks and life goes on and we just make adjustments where and when necessary because there is no single one-size-fits-all plan my weight this week was slightly up, nothing that really bothered me. I usually use my photos to measure my progress more. Um, that's where I felt disappointed this week. To say I have been way over a year without having this disappointed feeling is incredible. Although this week having the feeling was definitely um, a learning curve and there is a silver lining to every grey cloud. So it was a solid reminder to me now as a coach about how it feels for that disappointment of not achieving results that you want on the week's check-in. Makes me, uh, puts me in the shoes of my clients who are at the start of their journeys and learning to adapt their mindset around this. I also loved how my coach Ryan dealt with me yesterday. He had an in-depth conversation with me where we thoroughly discussed and he explained all the changes to my program, the reasoning behind each change. He explained the changes to my food, the introduction of the cardio, followed by some incredibly hyped up voice notes in his very American accent <laughs> to hype me back into level 9000 scarlet mode, as he calls it. Therefore, this week, my food has dropped a little bit. Um, it has stayed the same for the past three weeks, so I was expecting my food to drop anyway. Um, and we have introduced two more cardio sessions. 
So one, once a week, I'll do 20 minutes of HIIT training. And once a week, I'll do 30 minutes of low-intensity, steady-state cardio. With all that said, I um, have just finished a sound healing session with my yin yoga teacher. Coach Ryan ordered me, <laughs> literally ordered, me to find more rest and downtime, not just for my body, but for my mind as well. I thoroughly enjoyed the sound healing. I feel completely zen. Um, and I would like to close off today's episode with the same statement from the previous episode as it seems very fitting. Life is a journey, a journey that should challenge us. It is through these challenges that we learn and we grow. We pass on our knowledge and this process makes our life meaningful and purposeful. And this week certainly has been challenging and I have learned and I have grown and reflected and taken some time. And I will pass on this knowledge through my coaching and through my friendships and my other relationships. And that is what makes life purposeful. Whatever your goal is in life, make it your priority. Live your life to your fullest and do not be afraid to seek help and support and any coaching along the way. Always remember, your focus will determine your reality. Don't forget to check out day 35 and day 42 visual updates on my Instagram account at Little Red Dynamite. Bye for now. With strength, with power and with all my love.